Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevens, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevens. Hello, everybody. And tonight we'll be reviewing um, more of a drama than less of a fairy tale. Well, it, it's, it, it's, it's a drama, almost fantasy. How's that? Okay. It, that's called the, the, that's the Cinderella Story well, Ever called, After. No, it's called Ever After a Cinderella Story. That's the full title of it. Yeah. yeah. That was done and re- was released in 1998, I now, think. Now, some people think, why are we doing this? I'm sure you were asked yourself, why the hell are you doing this movie? Hmm. Yes, yeah, so I'm asking myself that question too. It's just an ordinary too. drama. The hmm. point is that, firstly, um, it's a take on the old Cinderella story that hmm. we're all well aware of. Yeah. And who... Who can forget Walt Disney's interpretation of it in animation? Yeah, and ha- this is and that, nothing like that. And that idea has been <laughs> reused over and over and over again. And Instead of um, uh, of um, going back to the roots, going back to the original yeah, roots exactly of the story. Right. And this is closer, not exactly closer to the original story, which is about a normal person, not even called Cinderella, believe it or not. Yeah, because uh, Cinderella was yeah. rich, was a nickname used by the stepsisters, calling her that in the book they said that she slept by the fireplace she, which she slept by the cinders or in the fireplace yeah. so they called yeah. her Cinderella hint hint yeah. but so she was Cinder- never called Cinderella yes. in the movie or the book was she yes so Cinderella no, was yeah. never that was not an intended name it was more of a nickname yeah and not a really nice one at that yeah. like Fatso or hey you are in the corner or serving girl or something yeah mm. so she was never actually referred to as Cinderella properly mm. no so and, anyway um, and that, uh, that's one of the reasons um, but it's the thing is they t- they've taken, I'll, I'll, I'll be blunt, they've taken a tired old story, mm-hmm. okay, Cinderella, it's been told and retold in many shapes and forms, and reformed it into a, I would say, a stunning new storyline. Mm, I agree. I mean, I don't like these sort of movies much, okay? I'm not into dr- romantic dramas. Hey, I'm a grumpy old man. I'm 68 years old. I'd rather see a slasher movie hey, or a sci-fi it. or do that at Really good, but yeah. there is added humor but, into yeah, this movie that I like. I, I enjoyed watching it, okay. So uh, that's why we're doing it. it, it it's a good production, hmm. okay. Uh, Even the critics liked it, hooray. the box office liked it. It has redeeming qualities, yeah. So for those who are going, Oh, grown, it's a drama or a fantasy. <laughs> well, we, we didn't say we wouldn't do dramas and. Yeah. Uh, in our Take away the fairy, the fairy godmother, yeah. the mice, the whatever. Yeah, you the pumpkin. F- yeah. You find this is like a love story. Yeah, and I don't like normally love story crappy things, but it's, it's more about the individuals and the love story. Yeah. So it does make a good story, and and and, and it got some good stars in it. And you got um, Drew Barrymore plays Danielle de Barbarak. I just call her Danielle. Just Danielle, okay. Doug Ray Scott is is the Crown Prince Henry. Cute. Uh, Angelica Houston plays the Baroness Rodden Miller. Evil uh, stepmother. Evil stepmother. Hmm. Has two wonderful girls playing her daughters. Uh, let's see. Uh, Megan Dodds plays Marguerite. She's a pretty horrible one who's going to be trying to marry the prince. Mm-hmm. And Melanie Alinsky, she plays Jacqueline and she's a nice stepsister. Believe it or not, yeah. they weren't both naughty and evil like Disney portrayed. Yeah, sometimes... One was good and one was bad. Yeah. So, sometimes yeah. a lot of these um, fairy stories, they would often try to depict both the girls as being yeah, bad. mean, or, horrible, nasty, yeah. But anyway, irrespective. Um, what I'm saying is, 
these people uh, had they brought something good to the screen for this mm, production. Agree. Yeah. Now I'll go through my normal stuff now. Right. Produced by oh god, French names. Uh, I think Muriel, Soria, and Tracy Trench. They actually produced it. Mm-hmm. Directed by uh, Andy Tennant. That was an easy one. Uh, screenplay by Susanna Grant, uh, Andy Tennant, and Rick Parks. It was based on Cinderella by Charles Perrault. Uh, yeah. Perrault. Yeah, well, it's Frank's name anyway. And you, uh, anyway, yeah. that guy. Uh, budget, $26 million and it made $98 mil at the box yeah. office. So yeah. the people liked it yeah, and I the th- critics mm. liked it. Yeah, I think mm, the reason yeah. there is a lot of French pe- crew on this is because it was, it was I think it was developed in France. In France. Yeah. And most of these the locations are filmed at chateaus. That's yeah, lots of the French chateaus term. there. And don't ask you to do a list of them because I can't pronounce all the French names. Thank you very much. Shall I start telling the Wait story? Wait a moment. Um, do I don't think I want to say anything else before you start chattering away. Um, yeah, so like those of you two, look, we said that ages before, when we first started, we were going to concentrate on mainly sci-fi, horror and fantasy. This is almost fantasy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's too tottering on the side of fantasy, but it's a drama fantasy. Hmm. Uh, and, yeah, it fits in quite nicely. Hmm. Uh, and someone did make a comment to Sarah recently that we, we're not doing too many new movies. So after this, or the next couple of uh, weeks, we're going to start doing a lot more recent uh, releases, aren't we? Agreed. Uh, for those who um, want the more re- recent releases, but that won't stop us from doing the older movies. Like I wouldn't mind doing the old silent movies as well occasionally, and saying, "Look, you look, you look at something like the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, uh, Metropolis, uh, Nosferatu, all those good old classic movies. Some of you guys haven't seen. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm laying odds that some of you young guys are saying, "What's Nosferatu? Why is that any good?" Well, that's not that was the forerunner of all the Dracula movies. Yeah. And actually, what, what, what was the Symphony of Terror uh, that movie they uh, did with um, what's in it? With the, 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 like the making of Dracula? Nosferatu? Oh, you mean the vamp... Uh, the, the one where they had to do, do it like a bio-drama um, of them making the movie. We've already done that one. No, yeah, what's the name of it? Uh, uh, so, so was it Nos- Nosferatu Symphony of Terror or something? Or? No. Oh, Lord, you got all the stuff written down. You did them all. You may be watching. Anyway, it doesn't matter because we've already reviewed that <laughs> one I already. Mention, I was just going to mention it to them. Mm-hmm. And that they had made a movie about making Nosferatu. Remember? Yeah, we've already reviewed that I one. I know that. I didn't say that we're going to do it. Why don't you listen to what I'm talking about just for once instead of listening to yourself? I just want the name of the movie. Something like a Symphony of Terror or something. No, it's not. What was it called? The Empire Shadow something. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, was it? Yes. Shadow of the Vampire. Shadow of the Vampire. That's it, yeah. It's, yeah. No, wasn't it after the Symphony Terror as well? No. Okay. okay. Shadow of the Vampire. And it was had uh, it was making of the original silent movie. Mm. And it was really, really well done. Uh, and it showed you these guys trying to put it together in the most remarkable way. Anyway, um, it's, yeah, so I want to go back, maybe do the odd silent movie and, and see, see how it linked into all the other movies over the years. So, yeah. So can I get down to the story itself? Oh, I don't know. Oh, come on. Yeah, you know you want to. Okay. It begins with um, an old grand dame. Is an, it? an old lady, yeah. Uh, old who who invites lady. two of our fairy tale writers, the Brothers Grimm, 
the well-known guys who wrote many stories about fantasy stories over yeah. the years. We everyone, I think, knows the Brothers Grimm, yes. Yeah. She tells them about how she really likes their stories. And however. However, she was a little disturbed about their version of Cinderella. Because it wasn't accurate. Yes. And see, how would you know? Yeah, well, she... Then uh, to get producers a glass slipper. Yeah, and then she sits down and tells them a brilliant tale of... Oh, about her great-great-great-grandmother or something, rather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we tr- we go back in time, back to the Renaissance period. This was back in the... Um, about the 1500s. Yeah. yeah, and this, the grand um, she's sort of in the 1700s, I think, or 1600s, I'm not sure. I'm not a uh, fanatic. She's about the 1900s. Hmm. I know, I know. 1800s, whatever, yeah. Anyway, back 19th to... 19th century, she's in. Yeah. Anyway, back to the story. She tells them the story, and it takes place in the Renaissance, and it's about a little girl, probably about a 10-year-old or 9-year-old, I'm not sure. Around there. Around yeah. there. And her dad is bringing back his new his new wife and her his two new daughters. And she's excited, really having, looking forward to having a mum and, and some sisters. Oh, by the way, Danielle's mum died at childbirth, I think. She never actually knew her mother. Yeah. So, yeah, so I was really excited to have someone to call mummy and someone to, I suppose, uh, be affectionate like a mother. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she eventually meets her dad. Her dad and her are very close. They, they, they like books. He teaches her the sword, and he's um, very, um, a very affectionate father in all that. A very nice man. Loves his daughter, same as me. I love the other daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure about this one sometimes. No. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he introduces her to the, her, her new mum and to, the, to, to her stepdaughter, stepsisters, and, well, it was very brief. And later that night, he shows her a new book he bought with him that's Utopia. called Utopia. That was written by Thomas More. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thomas More, yeah. The, fam- the saint, famous saint, one of the famous saints. Oh, was it a saint? No, was it wasn't church leader or something. Yeah, I can't he was a famous saint. This is Renaissance. Back then, there's yeah. plenty of saints running I don't, around. I don't know if Thomas More was a saint, but he was, uh, yeah. Yeah, I looked it up. I found out in The, sa- the Saint, the movie, he was, Val Kilmer, he was. Oh, I didn't know Thomas More was a saint. Okay, Saint, mm-hmm. saint Thomas More. Okay, right. Yeah, just like Joan of Arc, only lo- less crispy. Yeah, less, less, less crispy. Yes, he was a crispy critter, wasn't he? Yes. Huh? Yeah, huh? Yeah. Anyway, back to the story. You get us uh, the old marshmallows when they... Uh, yeah. <coughs> the dad tells her that he's going to go away for another week or so, and he's going to leave the Baron and I mean, Baroness and Daniel in charge, or Dan- at least telling her that she's in charge. Uh, yeah, she's in charge, but yeah, his new wife is going to be in charge, obviously. Mm. <laughs> yes. Well, oh. yeah, that morning, he's developed some weird... Uh, Pains oh, in his look, hand. Just let's say he's not feeling well and he has yeah. a heart attack and yeah. dies. He shrugs like, it off, thinks it's maybe it's arthritis or something. And just yeah. he's, yeah, as he's getting go. on the horse, and he starts developing seizures oh. in his heart and he collapses off the horse. I just said that. Yes. Just get on with it, will you? Just right. for once. So, and he rolled up onto one elbow and says, I love you, my darling. Yeah. No, he yeah. says it to his daughter instead of, instead of his yeah. um, new wife. I know. And I guess this causes a bit of a rift between both the, her stepdaughter and her. <laughs> anyway, ten years go by, yep. and we find out that King Hen- Prince Henry is getting engaged to a princess from Spain. Princess. Uh, yeah, whom yep. he doesn't want anything to do with. He's never met her. 
Yeah, she yeah. could be an ugly bat. <laughs> Which she was. Anyway, back to the story. He runs away, and the king is furious about his son's he absence. Furious. I'm furious, he, he, And Henry meets Daniel, who was um, in, the gar- in the woods while she, you know, not too far he from his... And he stole one of the, her dad's borrowed. horses. Borrowed? Because he's... His horse uh, slipped the shoe, was it? Oh, uh, yeah, slipped the shoe or something, yeah. Or something? Something, yeah. And she pleads with him at first, tells him... Or at, at first she's she, throwing apples at she, him. At first she throws apples at him, and then she, when she finds out he, who he is, she pleads with him not to kill her or not... or Take her off or anything. To yeah. not have her head cut off. But he eventually buys her silence by giving her some coins, which she hopes to use to sa- sell, save a servant named Maurice. Who has been pushed off to the Americas by the evil stepmother for some reason or other. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, did she sell him or something? Well, she tries to... to did she sell him to the, a slave trader type guy who's yeah. going to put him on a boat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it was, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, so, she sold him off into yeah, slavery. See, yeah, see, the Baroness mm. is, a de- is a terrible landlord or landlady when you think about it. And by the sounds of it, she's not. she doesn't pay attention to the land and that therefore uh, she, no- she gets annoyed with the taxes and just does whatever she can to... Um, not to still be in money in power by spending money like it was no tomorrow. Yeah. She's and trying to sort of line up her beautiful daughter with Henry and thinking it'll be, uh, oh, our, our problems will be over financially. Oh, goody. You know, yes. That sort of stuff. You know, greed, greed, greed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Henry, he then runs into, meets... Leonardo da Vinci, who was going to lose his famous painting, the Mona Lisa. Yeah, hey, look, really, look good to me. Look, that's the real one to me. Yeah. yeah, see, they were being robbed by gypsies. And I read somewhere that gypsies were, uh, were a very big problem in France back in those days. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever read um, the Notre Dame? I mean, the Hunchback Move Notre Dame. Along. Sorry. Anyway, he does find the painting and he gives it back to Leonardo. Leonardo. He's a nicer man. Yeah. And Leonardo is invited to the palace because um, I guess they to make portraits and, and all well, that stuff. Well, he was invited to be their uh, artist for a period of time, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, soon enough, um, they head back, uh, head back to the palace, and meanwhile, Daniel is getting dressed to dress up as a court as a court lady, so she can. In order to help Maurice, so she dresses. Yeah. yeah, so mm. she gets a dress mm. from Gustav, her a family friend who works for another, um, I guess another wealthy person, I guess. And and but unfortunately, the shoes are too big, technically. <laughs> but mm-hmm. who cares? So whatever. Sh- <laughs> whatever. And so she walks in. She's dressed to her. Very nice lady. Nice. Uh, nice dress. She Looks approaches like the man who's going to sell Maurice and some well, other people he's to. Him. Okay, he's going um, to put him on the boat. But fortunately, um, Daniel approaches him, tells him, tells him off, telling him that he's not a not a not a prisoner or you ill mannered tub of guts. Whatever. Yeah, he's lots of rude little words. And the prince approaches her and says, and and asks her to. Tell him why he should release him, and eventually she he tells him. she quotes Thomas More's tw- I twaddle. I don't know what his words are. Whatever, uh, it wasn't twaddle. He's a good writer. Yeah, and uh, that uh, pleases the Prince Henry and allows him Maurice to go free. Yeah, isn't that lovely? Yes, 
and he talks a bit with um, Danielle, and Danielle, and he wants to know her name. So she gives her false name, Count Court Contest de Cordenagre. Yeah, I'm not good, good French. She used the mother's name. Yeah, her real mother, I think. <laughs> yeah, the Comtesse Nicole de Lorraine. That's right. That's right. Somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. She quickly... Somewhere. Mouthful, hey. Yeah. She quickly <laughs> runs away when the Queen arrives to tell um, Prince Henry that his dad wished to speak with him. Boy, he's in trouble again. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and of course, his dad is really lousy at punishment. He just says, I'll deny you the crown and you can live forever. And he nah, says, good, agreed. I like. don't want the being the king, a prince. That didn't work, did it? No reverse like holes there, folks. What's there? Nah. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, the, the baroness gives, uh, gives um, Daniel a sorely talk to her, telling her, how dare you say nasty things to the prince. The prince arrived at, the, at their house with the horse that he took earlier, yeah. and he's smitten by... Uh, he was smote, yes. By... Um, <laughs> Marguerite, obviously. The blondie piece. Yeah. yeah. The one going, yeah, crawling to him. That one, yeah, yeah. The, the sucky, the trail trash one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the queen and the um, her the baroness thinks that there might be a chance that they might hang yeah, be more. Yeah, more. Hey, they might be. You never know. You might. Yeah. Yeah. Later that night, um, the the king tells Henry, "Guess what? I'm going to hold this ball, and if you're you're seeking love, I want you to seek it at you know yeah, at, at the ball. Announce your uh, betrothal or engagement to the one you love, or I will announce your engagement to the one I choose. Yeah, see, That's a bit rude, see, isn't this it? marriage, this engagement marriage thing is sort of a war type one where if you you know it's a treaty between treaty between the countries, uh, Eng- Eng- uh, England and France, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah England yeah. and Spain." Spain, I mean, no, not no, England, France and Spain. I'm such an idiot. England for? You know what I meant. Yeah, uh, France and Spain. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, that's, so that's their plan of action. So, and the Queen warns Henry uh, to choose wisely and remarks, divorce is something that people do in England. <laughs> that's right, yes. Uh, Somewhat, yeah. That's right, the English Parliament. Yeah, I got something ahead then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, anyway... Um, so let me see what happens next. Oh yeah, um, he. So the news gets around to the Baroness, and she tries to start getting her plans together. And she asks the, the royal page, um, what's his name? The guy who plays the royal page? No, who cares? Toby. Oh, not Toby Summerall. Toby. Um, uh, yeah, um, Toby Jones. He's the yeah, royal page. She flirts with him and tries to get him to give her any information of from of any act ones that deal with Prince Henry's actions so that she can hope to sway the match in her favour. Yeah, Mm. Yeah, a bit bit of inside information, a bit of inside trading of a stock exchange. eh? That's quite right. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, Danielle is less less than thrilled about this idea and thinks that, that Henry and Marguerite deserve each other. But one of the servants remarks to her, Oh, bite your tongue. The only throne I want her to sit on is the one I have to clean every day. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I like to the throne every day. I must be uh, king. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Marguerite and the, her mother trying to find a dress, and there was one where, which was blue, and, king, and Prince Henry is, loves blue, but she remarks that 50 other girls were probably wearing the exact same color. Exactly. And her sister, Jackie, wears a dress that's two sizes too small, or at least the court, at least it by looks, the look yeah, of it. Yeah, it didn't quite fit her properly. 
Yeah. She was busting all over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the, the, um, the Barons comes up with an idea of getting a dress that belonged to um, Daniel's mother that was meant for Daniel when she gets married eventually. But unfortunately, that's not going to happen anytime soon, according to her. So not being a servant, no, yeah. Daniel walks in on them while they were prepping. Hey, Danielle, the, you say Dan- Daniel. Sorry, Danielle. Danielle. She sees them prep, um, airing out her dress, and she asks them what they're doing. And they said, "Oh, we're just airing out your dress so you can tend the ball with us." Yada yada yada. Yeah, lovely. Liar, liar, pants on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I read that part in the story. One was true, much but true. Chores. Yeah, well, they told her if you complete your, all your chores and a few more up our sleeve, then you may be able to join us with to, in the party. But oh, of course, lovely. but of course, they said as long as you have a dress and some shoes. And unfortunately, she had none of those. Because they stole the dress off her. Hmm. Anyway, mm. meanwhile, Henry consults Da Vinci about finding the one. And he always says, um, is it the first one to, you, that's the first, is the one or the second one that ought to be the one? Or something else, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is, is going through that mental, mental dilemma. Yeah, the mm. usual, um, is there, is it, oh, there's always some something to, what was he called? There's always a chance or is, it so, is there something meant to be sort of thing? Yeah, something meant to be, fate, you know. Yeah, of course. He's, through, he's trying to find... Like the many alive, but in marriage, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a little hard when it comes to marriage. Is and well, it's good if it's hard. Whether it's infatuation <laughs> or just plain old good looks, even though well, he's more interested in trying to find the the feeling behind it. Looks do help. Mm-hmm. So your mother, the lovely lady, she's in the other room, not part of the podcast. She <laughs> was into looks. That's why she married me. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> okay. Well, okay, maybe she didn't get the top of the pile, but you know, gee, you know, <laughs> I wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I, had a, I had a bath, yeah. well, shower, yeah. shave, well, haircut, put some new duds on. Yeah, look like okay, you know. Let's get back to the story, Mike. So he runs into Daniel again, uh, Danielle. Again, this time she's swimming, doing the breaststroke in the in a, in a lake. She so had her clothes on, guys. <laughs> and dear old Da Vinci is using one of his latest uh, inventions. Um, uh, he, I don't know what they're called. No, he had these wooden shoes made up like little, like little boats, so he could walk on water. Now, in theory, it could probably work if the boats were big enough for the water displacement to yeah. take place. But I don't think these would have been quite big enough to actually make him float. But dear, look good. <laughs> anyway, it was funny because she, she sees him and he says it looks like rain and then she screams and he falls into the water. Yeah, he loses his balance, yeah. And this is where Henry meets her again and they talk a bit more about how where's her 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 lady-in-waiting and all that stuff. And she said that she gave them the days off and he remarks... And they talk about the differences about... You know how he has everything, while everyone else is is suffering mm. because of his lack of of compassion and lack of of Stuff. taking interest in the kingdom. Yeah, exactly right. Shame. <laughs> yeah, she then gets her call, gets her name called by Jackie, who's not too far away. So she quickly scrambles and quickly darts away. He tries to ex- give her an invitation to his next tennis match he's having with another guy. Yeah, he's not really good at it. 
Yeah, he's remarks to Linda Leonardo da Vinci, why is she always doing that when she dusted off? Yeah, Leonardo's a wise old man. <laughs> anyway, later that night, we see um, the Baroness and her daughters eating their dinner, and some of the the candlesticks are stolen or missing, according missing. to Missing. Mm-hmm. And because of this, she told the servants that she's going to garnish their wages, I think. Garnish. Garnishy. Garnish is putting stuff like... You're making a toss salad and Okay, 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 I get it. So, and she even frets to send them off to America's, but Jackie tells her, informs her, that all that any man who gets sent to America's must be compensated, meaning pay. you have to pay for it. Yeah, totally. And the Baroness probably doesn't have that any money to spare yeah. at this mm. point. Exactly. So, and this is not the first thing that gets missing. There's also a few portraits and probably a few furnishes that we yeah, don't see. Yeah, things slowly get missing. And that, we found a lot, find it later on. That don't the, get to that yet. We want to save that for a surprise. <laughs> I was just going to say that she's selling off to make money so she can get her daughters ready for uh, yeah. Yeah, to uh, flirt with the prince. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so the, the money. Yeah. Next day, we see the prince playing tennis with his whatever. And Marguerite is there acting all nice, high and mighty and dressed in her finest squares. Yeah, flirting, as she would. Yeah, and all, and making a good impression. And then he, he sees Daniel again, this time with her servants looking after some vegetables in the market. And fortunately, she scrambled away while throwing a chicken in his face. So he, so he didn't quite see her. He yeah. saw a what he thought he saw, but he wasn't 100% sure whether he saw her or not. So he got away just in time. Yeah. Later on, she um, tells Gustav that, that she hopes that Marguerite gets married. That way she can probably stay at her home so she can turn things around, maybe even make things better, hopefully. Yay. But she, And Gustav asks her, you like him, don't you, and all that stuff. And she says she denies it and all that stuff. But then we see him approaching off in the in the in the, you know in the field, and she quickly darts away, you know, behind a haystack. And Gustav reveals to her that sh- that the contest is uh, staying with uh, a cousin. Just uh, nearby, and, and it turns out to be the Baroness of so and so. Whatever. Her stepmother. Yeah, right. Yeah, where she was supposed to be really living. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, he go heads off that down that way, and Dan- Danielle quickly makes her a quick shortcut through the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah where the prince had to go by the road. Yeah, and there she, when she gets to the house, she quickly gets her friends to dress her in the and groom fir- quickly, groom quickly, for yeah. into the um, dress that Marguerite refused to wear at first. Yeah. The, the blue dress that she says that every single girl's wearing. And she greets the prince at the front door. Yeah, and he that, offers. That was quick. And he offers to take her to a monastery that has a very big library, library of yeah, sorts, yeah. seeing as she's very fond of reading. So they head off down to the monastery. Meanwhile, while this is happening, um, the her stepmom and Marguerite and her and Jackie are at church, and the page gives her gives the um, Baroness. 
um, a necklace that belonged to the Queen in order to secure an invitation of hanging out for yeah, today. Yeah, so that he pretends to find it and gives it back to us. Oh, yeah, I think you dropped it coming out of church. Yeah. Didn't even know I had it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. that sort of stuff, yeah. Yeah, so this, yeah. Is, this kind of creates an invitation in order to get her, you know, a little bit of approval. And later on we see them at the house and... Marguerite is thrilled that things are going her way, and but Jackie is less than thrilled because she feels like she's given the lesser end of the stick. When you think about it, whatever. Well, she is. She says um, Ma- that Marguerite is doing everything, and Marguerite saying, "Don't be daft. The Queen doesn't know you exist." In a type of sarcastic, nasty yeah, 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 way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marguerite is always saying this stuff. She's not. They're all bitch. You know that. Yeah. Guys, and you know, ja- even Jackie remarks. Good looks. Yeah. yeah. Even Jackie. Selfish, mean, horrible. Yeah. Even Jackie remarks, "Lovely. Next thing I'll know, I'll be cleaning the fireplace with Danielle." And later on, we get back to the um, the monastery and they had a good conversation about Thomas More and how her dad was into books and everything. And he's rather, finds it insightful. Later on, he he finds her an inspiration. He mm. he starts to change. His outlook on life was pretty poxy up till now. Yeah, he finds like he's that she has more insight than his entire being because he took passion about things. Yeah, which he he hasn't got. Yeah, while he took for granted his education, and hers was lack thereof. Or not lack of thereof. She's got more. She she educated herself, Mm. where he was. He had it there. It was expected, and she did it because she wanted it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Later yeah. on, as they head onto the coach, they they go into an accident. Their coach was turned over and very badly damaged. It broke a wheel. Yeah. So Danielle and Henry they decide to walk on foot. At first, he objects to this, but she says, "Honestly, your harness. Don't where's your sense of adventure?" And that changes his mind, thinking, "Oh, you have a good point." <laughs> Yes, and they go, and they go, trip, trap, trip, trap. And who they find in the woods? Well, they weren't the three bears, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, she then, they got lost, of course, and yeah, she decides the, the, the to... The had no idea how to yeah. you know, go through the forest. Yeah, Idiot. so she removes her gown and heads up to a tree in order to find out where, you know, where their, their and destination he, is. And he thought it was rather humorous. He's down there on the ground, she's climbing the tree, and she's telling him where... Which direction they had to go. Yeah, and he remarks that you swim alone, climb rocks, rescue servants. Is there anything you can't do? And she says, fly. fly. And so she, <laughs> as she's climbing down, we get we encounter the same gypsies that robbed Leonardo yeah, da Vinci. Yeah, they must be hanging out in that same forest. You know? Yeah. Like, they f- like the seven dwarves or something, you know. Yeah. Henry and fights them at his best capability, and but and one of the um the gypsies manhandles um Danielle and try and tries to force him to surrender. Of course, Danielle stands up to the gypsies, telling them to cease and give back her things. And, and, he, and he said, "You know, take with you what you can carry." So she goes over to the prince, picks him up, throws him over the shoulders, and starts walking off. This amused this gypsy guy, and he, he relented and became very mirthful and invited them back to the camp for dinner. You know, yeah, roughly. and they in turn, I guess they, um, Henry and, and and Danielle gave their, you know, she gave, I guess she gave, allowed them to have the dress. So I imagine that would have cost, would have provided them a few monies here and there. And I guess he gave some of his possessions to make, up for it and I guess they became closer 
He then tells Daniel when they're there that he doesn't desire to be king. That's his big problem because he feels like everyone's expecting things from him. You he know, he, he, he thinks it's too much. He doesn't think he can handle it. Yeah, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Spider Man once said that. Yeah, but Daniel says, um, while not gypsies, quite a fairy tale. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel then explains that gypsies have no choice in what they do, and because they're forced into it, but that does not make them for who they are mostly. Yeah. Because they're not—it's not their fault that they steal, rob. Tell it, it it's survive. their only way to yeah, survive. Yeah, yeah. And if they entertain, they're given a few coins for their hard work yeah. if they work at it. If they work at it, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, we, here we get. Henry kisses her for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> they then head back to Danielle's house, and she tells him to drop her off a few, step, few pla- few miles away from it. Well, not a few miles, a, a, bit, a bit of a distance from yeah. the house, so they can't hear her coming. Yeah, and it was four o'clock in the morning, I think. Yeah, and she then kisses him, and she allows her to use his real, his first name, his Henry. Yeah. And he I'm Henry VIII. No, that's the English guy. Henry. Yeah, he Henry. then tells her to visit, meet up with him at a, an old, ancient... Um, well, no, no, just an old ruin. Ancient or ruin that he used yeah. to go to when he wants to be alone. And she says she'll try to meet him, and he promises that he'll wait there all day for her. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. He then heads back to the castle, and where he's struck by inspiration by Danielle's interested in learning he tells his dad and mum i'm going to build a university with the largest library where anyone can stay there no matter their station and the father says all right who are you and what have you done with my, my son, son. <laughs> rather good there because and it, yeah. yeah and he also adds that he's going to invite the gypsies to the ball which is a nice gesture yeah, on their part. Yeah, they're nice guys. Yeah. We then see Danielle getting rudely woken by her mum, her stepmom, and telling her, "Are you ill?" And she says, "I think she had a horrible hangover." When I think about it, all that wine at the um She's at the gypsy. She was up all night. She's yeah. exhausted. Yeah, and they demand that where she'd been. Also, um, would she make her their breakfast? And she says, "You have two hands. Make it yourself." Meaning, you know. And, of course, Marguerite gets annoyed and her mum tells Jack, Jackie to stop boiling water. water. What, Meaning me? she's... Boil water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then later on we see Marguerite trying on on, on uh, Danielle's Danielle. mother's... Danielle's dress. Tell us she had a sex change during this Sorry, movie. I can't say Daniel. Danielle. Danielle. <laughs> Without, anyway, she tells her that all these tricks and games will not win them the throne and it's disgusting. And she says these are her mother's dress and shoes and Marguerite remarks yes and she's dead in a most horrible tone and yeah. she gives her a big whack to the face. Yeah, yeah, Danielle smacks Marguerite yeah. in the face. Yeah. She deserved it, the bimbo, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she chases her around the house and then Marguerite picks up the Thomas More book, the Utopia book, and attempts to throw it into the fire. Unless he tells... Hands oh, over. I hand over the glass slipper. Yeah. yeah. She then hands over the slippers and, and Marguerite throws the book into, into the, the fire. fire anyway. She's and bitch. dear old Danielle, Danielle gets... She gets um, lashed for her, her misbehaviour. And dear old Jacqueline... I mean, Jacqueline... Kindly gives, you know, adds the um, bits of ash to her little wounds. Uh, it's yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know if it's still commonplace, but I think 
putting ash on wounds helps because it's got carbon in it, maybe, and the carbon yeah. probably helps the wounds. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, mm. I heard in such cases that mm. they could be good for cuts it and bruises. Because it's, all, it's all carbon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she remarks that she feels bad that Margaret said all those nasty things about her mum and all that stuff. Yeah, anyway, we're anyway, right along. Anyway, we we I'll go the bloody ball and wait. I'll see you later on. <laughs> then Marguerite and her mum are at the Queen's presence for tea and coffee, or tea and biscuits, whatever. And they're talking, and she tells a lie that she, the reason she was whacked was that she was trying to save a baby or something. Yeah, from a horse or something or other. Yeah. Uh, and and she goes like, oh, and, oh, what a wonderful person you are. Oh, yeah, lovely. and she remarks that her son Henry is in prison because he was um, disappeared again. And she then goes on to say that he was gone yesterday and didn't return till dawn. And the evil stepmother is starting to smell a rat. Two rats. Two rats. <laughs> a boy rat. And a girl rat. <laughs> yeah, and this is where she remarks that this um, countess person, um, she knows her and how that they they related to one another. And she and says something like, oh, she's engaged to be married to somebody else. And yeah. she's going home. Well, before we get to oh, that yeah, part, yeah, she then remarks to Mar- Marguerite that that the, the countess was also named Cinderella. Hint, hint. And this is where Marguerite chucks a big wobbly behind for all to see. Even the queen sees it and thinks... What's what? wrong with this woman? And she says, there's a bee. Well, yeah, bee. Yeah, I d- yeah, she's a bee. Yeah, yeah, I bat bees. I don't really do it screaming and yelling and no, ra- raising my fists. Oh, hey, remember in... Uh, Tail and Duck vs. Evil, yeah. chainsaw, bees, or hornet's yeah. face. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. of course that part you mentioned about she, the Baroness do, tells uh, the Queen that she, that Danielle is, exactly. the Countess is married, going to marry, engaged to a yeah, someone. She's due to go home. That's why she's in. Yeah. 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 Meanwhile, yeah. Henry and Danielle meet up in the in the his secret place, and it's a nice place. There's and she is intent on telling him the truth. Yeah, he's going on and on about how he never, th- about how he's ch- changed because of her, and and he, it's all because of her, and he wishes to probably, you know, hopefully get the fi- probably want to propose to her and all that stuff. But unfortunately, when they were kissing, she cre- cries out be- uh, ang- uh, of agony, probably because of the cuts well, on her back. Oh, yeah, he grabbed her. And she got all these cuts on her back, and then and it probably hurt a little bit. Yeah, and, then and she runs th- away. Yeah, I think yeah. she was also developing heartache for feeling a bit she sad, deceitful. She was caught up in a uh, a, nonsense. a lie. Yeah, she, she wanted to tell him the truth, and he wasn't giving her a chance to tell the truth. Yeah, he just she when he did give yeah. her a time to finally speak, she says yesterday was the most best day she ever had with him yeah. in her life. Anyway, she runs off, she takes off the gown and replaces her old farm gown. Shabby gear, yeah. And she encounters the, the, her stepmom and she tells her about how she's been a, a total liar and running around dressing up like a, like a royal person. Yeah. And she also demands what happened to the gown, the, um, the gown that... The mother's gown. Yeah, because somehow it disappeared and all that stuff. And Danielle says to her that I'd rather die a thousand deaths than that, that my mother's gown be worn by that spoiled, ungrateful cow. Moo. 
And unfortunately, this didn't go so well. So she's thrown into the storage room, I think. Yeah, somewhere, a pantry type room. Pantry type room. With a lockable door. Yeah. yeah, they lock her in, and Marguerite and her mum and her sister, they make plans of, of getting their, their clothing together, their stuff together, so they can go to town, so they can make preparations for her to hopefully get married to the ki- to the prince yeah. and Yay. and i like this part where where jackie says it's only egg ball and she says and her mother says yes and you're going for the food yeah you're going for the food <laughs> and and this is going for the prince now yeah uh anyway irrespective moving right along then henry hears <laughs> from his mum about how the baroness tells tells the queen that that Danielle well, is, en- is engaged to uh, another person. Another person. And, and he got very upset about that. Yeah, feeling Just like... Just play me for a fool, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. yeah. anyway, uh, meanwhile, whilst it's happening, Marguerite is going, gone to the the, the, the uh, Woolers, the, um, the um, clothing place, to get some fabric to make a ga- new gown, which probably would, be co- would have been a, an arm and a leg, that expense. Two arms, maybe. Probably three. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, Gustav is told by one of the servants to go to Leonardo da Vinci and in order to get tell some help. get some help. Mm. He then dresses as a page and he approaches a man whom he thinks is Leonardo da Vinci dressed in finery, but actually in reality, when you think about it, da Vinci does not wear finery. Yeah, he's just a common guy who's a good painter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, eventually he faints when he sees this wealthy guy because he, Gustav is also a painter. I try to look him up and find out no, if he was he, also he, a painter he's, in real life. He's got life. Yeah. Eventually, Da Vinci does arrive at Daniel's place and, and he, was and able he, to unlock the door. He took the pins out of the hinges. Mm-hmm. He said, I'll be forever remembered, remembered as, as the man, man who opened, opened the, the door. door. <laughs> uh-huh. And other things. <laughs> oh, man, that was hilarious. He's such a funny guy. He, was. he, play, he played a good role, yeah. And Danielle tr- tells him that she's not a, um, a countess or anything like that. She's just um, an ordinary farm girl who who has who uh, who's just made up the whole thing. And he says, so I'm a bastard son of a peasant. What's that got to do with it? Yes. See? Because he was never, um, he's not a, I don't think he was he, wealthy. He didn't come, Leonardo Vinci did not come from a wealthy family. Yeah. He was a smart guy who, got, who uh, educated himself, you know, through, he wanted to go into university, I don't know, but he, he learnt things along yeah. the way. And he became an inventor, uh, an architect, uh, an artist, uh, an whatever. engineer. An engineer, every, he always would, yeah, he's a very smart man. Yeah, mm. and who says you can't do it all? Exactly. So he, she then tells. In my lifetime. Yeah, he then, te- she then tells him a bird may love a fish, Signore. But where would they live? But where will they live? And he suggests he'll make her wings. Me and oh, yeah, yeah. make her wings. So he yeah. gave her wings on a dress. Oh, it looks so nice. Yeah. Later that oh, night. Oh, Yeah. Later that night, um, Jackie befriends and falls in love the with the um, captain of the guard, who is also wearing a similar dress costume as her he, she was wearing yeah, a, a horse's horse head. head mask <laughs> and he had a horse head mask and they looked across the tail of each other and he makes horse noises at her <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was cute and i thought hey, wow 
<laughs> what a great line. Yeah. <laughs> Later on, the king makes his announcement, planning on telling the entire world who the prince is going to get married to. And, and they're going to be some bimbo in the court, or it was a Spanish lady. Uh, they don't really, lady. They don't really give a name. Because they just call it, her... It, yeah, I well, don't know, but he ended up... What's he like? Was it the, yeah. later on to, to yeah. the Spanish lady? Yeah. So, so he might have been announcing that. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Danielle finally arrives. She's dressed in her finery and... With she, her wings. Yeah. In play, and... Um, her stepmom and Marguerite see her and they think, oh, this is not going to be good. So evil stepmother does her evil stepmother. Yeah, bit. she tears um, Mar- uh, Danielle's wings off. How could she fly? Yeah, and <laughs> and tells the court that Danielle is an imposter she's and a servant girl. she's a servant girl and that she has lied to Henry and everyone around And in him. good form, Henry, being the loving man that he is, Got really upset and, and stormed off. He didn't even yeah. want to talk to her. Yeah. What an asshole. Yeah, no. and Danielle, she. No one listened to her side of it. She ran, goes home crying and uh, while, divi- while losing a shoe, just like in the Cinderella story. Yeah. And Da Vinci finds it and he tell, confronts the prince and tells him about how living a life without love is not a life at all. And blah, 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 blah. And then. Di- and in he, the end, Leonardo da Vinci turns and says, you don't deserve her, and he walks off. And he leaves the shoe leaves it, yeah. for he, for Henry to ponder what yeah. would be, or what, what yeah, would what have been. Would, or could have been, yes. Yeah. Later the next morning, Daniel is working hard, and she's confronted by her stepmother, and who tells her that, that, that... Well, she tells her, her stepmom that you don't you understand you won. Go move into the castle. Do what you want to do. Get mar- mar- Margaret yeah, married off. Yeah. But of course, she, the Baroness tells her you are not my problem anymore. And Daniel oh, and Daniel says I I've done everything you want, and you still deny me what I wanted. And she says that all I wanted was your love. And she said, How can you love a pebble in your shoe? Then now, that was a really insult. Yeah. Then we get a shout from one of the the other servants who says that all the uh, stolen items or te- or missing items have been returned. Somehow, this um, what's this? Uh, what's this mean, horrible guy. Uh, yeah, wait t- a minute. Wait a minute. I think Tim name? Rice plays him. Monsieur Pierre Le Pew. Pew, whatever. I'm yeah, gonna whatever. call him Pew. Okay. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew. No, 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 no. Uh, no, no. Whatever they got. Yeah. But that guy, that, that fellow. Somehow, as Mike pointed out to you guys, the Baroness has been selling those items to Pepe Lou. Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. And, <laughs> and this, of course, um, this is a really bad because in this next scene, he, he does he has evil intentions towards... Um, He's always been wanted Danielle. And, and the so, deal was that the evil stepmother had decided... To trade Danielle for the all her possessions that he that he sold him. So she pretty much she she struggles against the um baddie guys and the, the other servants try to to help her try to to but intervene but like, they come up going to America for holiday. Yeah. Mm, meanwhile, meanwhile Henry is about to get married to the Spanish princess. And the Spanish princess is crying nonstop, like, I've been crying. Like, she's a really noisy crier. Like, like really, cr- like, she's... You're getting out of the top here. But get on it's with. hilarious watching her cry. It's just like when I... It's just like when I used to cry, I would feel like... My, I'm 
break my heart's breaking and at the same Only time feeling time I remember pain. crying bitterly was when I had to put my cat down, okay? <laughs> yeah, Bobbing anyway. Bubbling idiot. Oh, well. Yeah. Then Henry <laughs> looks across and sees that she's in love with someone else, um, possibly yeah. a, a lower class person no, too. No, well, it's probably a servant or one of the people at the court who had to bring it to... Uh, yeah. To um, go get, and get married, France to get married, and that was a guy she really loved. Aww. Yeah. Then Henry tells her, "I understand exactly what you're feeling," and he yeah. then kisses her on the cheek, cheek and, and go. Yeah. yeah, and she runs to, into the arms of the, the man, man she, she loves. really loves. And Henry Aww. darts away, and the and the Baroness and Margaret, who were present, dressed in if they, they were going to a funeral, not a wedding. <laughs> when I think about it, um, embrace each other, thinking that there's a big shot. If that was the chance, he could have run to Marguerite and kissed her and all that stuff, but that's nah. not going to happen. He, wrong he goes outside. He go- goes up to the Baroness's um, ca- carriage driver, mm. who's one of the servants, and tells her that Danielle has been sold to. to Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. yeah. And this is was also told by Jackie too, who who can, who sees that her mother is a total jerk, and so Henry tells her and the driver, "Don't tell anyone of our correspond our talk what we talked about." No, it's covert operation, guys. So he and the <coughs> captain they make it their mission to try to rescue Danielle. So they whiz over to Pepe Le Pew's palace or house? Yeah, or Danielle, or um, luckily yeah. enough, uses her sword skills that she learned from her father and tells... She ha- saves herself. Saves herself. Fem- girl power. Hey, if any of you girls ah. listening to this one, hey, you'd be proud. Yeah, yeah, quite right. She then meets Henry and he says he's sorry for what he did. And he apologised. And he apologised. being he, an asshole. And he also uses mm. her name and she feels a bit relieved because... Say again, what? I'm sorry? No, my name, Danielle. He's yeah. been using the other name all the time. Yeah. yeah, he also produces the shoe she lost and says, do you know the person who wears, fits this remarkable shoe? And she says, it belongs to a peasant, my lord, who only pretended to be a, uh, a royal lady in order to save a man's life. And he says that that he's... It's, that he's it's all right, and he says it's it's Henry. Uh, he reminds her that to use his real name, and he remarks, "I I kneel before you not as a prince, but as a but a man in love." And he then removes her shoe, her 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 poor shoe, and yeah. replaces it with the um crystal glass slipper, and really and it's, yeah. he remarks that that I'll be a king. If you, Danielle, will be my wife. And so they embrace, kiss. Uh, she said, and yeah, okay. Then we cross over to the her stepmother's house and they're talking about um, what Henry may have been talking to Jackie about. Somehow, Marguerite has got wind of this. And Jack, Jackie says, I can't be sure. It happened so quickly. And she, she says... Knew, but she wasn't, it wasn't gonna and she them, told obviously. them in her own words that... I think it was serves me right for marrying a foreigner over your sister, but she didn't say, say which, which sister. sister. <laughs> <laughs> and the Baroness says, "Well, let's let them fret about it for a couple of days. Then we get a ding, 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 ding." The royal page. And the well, the they, yeah. no, the Baroness and the Margaret and yeah. and Jackie quickly dash to the door. It's actually the captain, the guard, oh, the guard. and he yeah, yeah. he's got a coach there waiting for them, and he says that the Supreme Majesties want to see the Baroness and her daughters at once. And he says, 
that demands that they be coming in style. Hint, hint. And they quickly dash off to Pusanai's son. Yeah. Not aware of the evil fate that waits they them. They think he wants to say, I want to marry your daughter. Yeah. So <laughs> so they quickly enter the palace looking like they're um, prize pigs for slaughter, which looks like it because... Well, lambs to the slaughter would be a more appropriate. Mm. Well, to me, wearing that much d- glitter on their, on their they faces... Were, they do themselves up nicely. Yeah, okay, let's move they along, approach the um, royal throne, and the king says in his most demanding voice, "Baroness of so and so, did you or did you not lie right. to the king of the of the queen of, of, queen. Queen of France?" And she says, what, the, what "And yeah. the queen says, choose your words wisely, my damn, or they may be your last.'" And she says, "The baroness says, well, I'll do practically anything for the love of the daughter.'" And yeah. she then says in a most unsure way maybe I went a little too far, far. and Marguerite charges up to the man she's saying that that she that that Mar- that Marguerite and her and the queen were victims of her lies and says that she's ashamed of the fact that of her mother yeah and and both her mother is ashamed and astonished of her Marguerite's outburst and of course, um, the king says, silent, and he tr- talks to Jackie, yeah. saying, good lord, uh, do they always like, like this? No worse, your majesty. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time they address um, Jacqueline, Jacqueline yeah. Yeah. in this scene, and and the, Jacqueline's asked by her mother, I, pre- uh, I bet you're up to something, you did something about this, and she says, of course ma- not, Mother. I'm only here for the food, in a mocking tone, saying that yeah, you're... Mother kept saying that several yeah. times. We get a shot of the captain, the guards, who's, <clears throat> who's smiling, realising that he's... There must be something going on between the captain, <laughs> the guard, and Jackie. Yeah, yeah and the Queen's Moving remarks right in this scene that, she, that Baroness is going to be stripped of her title and will be sent off to the Americas... And the Unless next... someone speaks up for her. Yeah. she Baroness looks around... But everyone is silent, refusing to speak at all. Then we get a voice in the back saying, "I will speak for her." And we, everyone turns and they all bow There's to this. There's a beautiful this. lady there with a little crown on her little head. Yeah, and it's Henry's wife, Danielle. Danielle. And Dan- and Henry, who is present, says to Marguerite, "Marguerite, I don't believe you met my wife in a." Oops. In a matter of fact way, meaning who knows maybe they a had a secret wedding uh, sometime after he s- saved her or tried to save her from Pepe Le Pew's place. Yeah, I suspect Moving so, right and that's along. probably why it's not been mentioned. It was a secret big wedding; only the people in the court knew about it. Yeah, hint, hint. Anyway, her mother is astonished to see her and bows like everyone else, and then Marguerite Dan- had a bit of trouble. That one, didn't yeah, you? she did. What? Mm. And Daniel says, I want you to know, Mother, that I'm going to forget you from this moment on and never think of you again. And she remarks that that you will be thinking of me every single day of your rest of your life. But she said, I'm going to give you the same consideration that you gave me. No, that she addressed, told that to the her the majesties and Henry yeah. That's that to do that. And they sent... To the laundry, yes, yeah, yeah. It'd be laundry maids. Her, her stepmother and Marguerite were sent to the laundry 
to be laundry servants. Yeah, luckily Jackie has been spared of this horrible she punishment. She's a good girl. She was and always in this nicer. funny scene, yeah. the the head person in charge of the laundry tells them what to do, and and the the, the ex bag bar, baroness is marking that she'll manage while and. That Margaret would do all the heavy lifting. <laughs> and then the old bat running it uh, threw a big bag of laundry at them from, and they both ended up in the water yeah. in a dye tub. Yeah, yes, interesting. People have marked this to me in YouTube saying that the purple colour they were wearing s- sort of symbolises royalty. royalty and this royalty. is the farthest, as I think... That was the closest thing to get the royalty. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The purple <laughs> is a royal colour, yeah. Yes, and I, got, I, mean, I like that they're purple in the face. <laughs> Well, they're purple here. Yeah, purple dye. <laughs> Actually, I think the original purple dye came out of some little sea snail or something rather. Um, yeah, and, and it was very expensive. That's why the purple colour was very expensive and only royalty could afford it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Then um, we crossed to Da Vinci, um, Leonardo Da Vinci, giving um, the young couple, um, Henry and Daniel, this wonderful painting he created for for them on their as a wedding and present. It was based on a real painting that uh, Leonardo had de- uh, who had uh, recently painted and it's hanging up in some uh, library or museum or art gallery somewhere. Yeah, yeah. and Port- uh, and Henry mockingly mm. says that thanks to um, da- through Da Vinci's talent, it doesn't look a thing like Daniel. Yeah, well, and doesn't. he <laughs> jokes and. Daniel approaches him saying, you, sir, you're supposed to be charming. And he says, and we, princess, live, must live happily ever after. And, he sa- and she says, says who? And he says, I don't know. <laughs> and they kiss. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, the uh. grand dame in the voiceover says that her great-great-grandmother's portrait has hanged in the university up yeah. to the you know yeah. 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 revolution. Yeah. And so the story of Cinderella has been reduced to a simple fairy tale with it's all its trimmings. Yeah, lovely. That's sweet. And mm-hmm. the robbers grim, they leave the um the castle and we see we zoom out and we see it's the same castle where all the story took place. The end. See, they haven't moved out. Yeah. Not go. even during the French Revolution, I might add. The peasants are revolting, also. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, uh, I won't go into too much. There's a bit of stuff here, but uh, Sarah made a few points uh, before we came on air um, that some of the historical dates and names didn't yeah. correlate. But this is a fantasy. Yeah. yeah, they borrowed names and things about that period. And put them in together yeah, see, to make a story. Yeah, don't, see, don't I, go on about it, I, please. I want to go on about this one, considering it's oh, most important. Oh, um, let me see. What, what was it? Um, here it is. Mm-hmm. Just talk amongst yourselves, guys. Don't worry about I'm it. trying yeah. to figure out yeah. where it is, okay, guys? Oh, <laughs> let me see. <laughs> Although Leonardo da Vinci died in 1519, and Thomas Moore's book, Utopia, was first published in 1516... Drew Barrymore's character is given Good. the book as a present when she was a child and she meets the character of Leonardo uh, da Vinci 10 years later. So the time That's frame a bit of a time problem yeah. there. So It doesn't matter. I know it's, it's not... I it, know it doesn't matter and all that stuff, but yeah, I imagine... Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's like extracting teeth with you sometimes. Yeah. I know. It's very painful. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I do think the story. There were a few cool. things like that. I mean, they're, but tell you, they're just from the same period, and the average historian might pick up on a few things. 
Nabriel's going to give a rat's, so who cares? Anyway, yeah. Now, uh, production, yeah, it's done in, it, it was filmed in France, I gather, all in the used rural sh- chateaus and palaces and stuff and mm. whatever. And, uh, and the painting of Danielle was based on Leonardo da Vinci's Head of a Woman. Wow. There you go. Um, they didn't even bother to give the head a name? Well, Mona Lisa probably wasn't even called Mona. <laughs> maybe because she moaned a lot. Oh, <laughs> or maybe... No, it won't, no, 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 it won't just, be rude. That's uh, disrespectful, guys. But the point is that yeah, it's, a, it's a name. It, well, that, that one that the guy did, the girl for pearl earring or something, rather. Mm, that's true. Well, no one even name. knows the it, name. It's a servant girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, now... Reception. I won't go through all the reception stuff here, but generally, everybody liked it. Yeah, that's really. Rotten Tomatoes gave it ninety-one percent. Metacritic gave it sixty-six out of hundred. Cinema Scope gave an A out of an A to F. Um, Entertainment Weekly gave the B minus, which is still pretty high. Hmm. Uh, Chicago Sun Times critic Roger Ebert praised the film, giving it three out of four. Man, so everybody this is, liked the movie. Man, this is and the, the first. Box office showed it. This yeah. is the first. I mean, in our in our movie reviews history. Well, not the first, but it's, it's good to have the the box office and the critics on the same page. Yeah, it's just that <laughs> this is probably one of the many movies we have received um, a bit of a glowing. Yeah, um, good. That's good. on. That's one of the reasons why we decided to review it because it's everyone liked it. The people liked it. And the reviewers liked it, and it was yeah. it showed how you can get a title theme and breathe a new story life into it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Mm. yeah. So this is um, it, it's just refreshing that this movie got um such um a glowing report yeah. on, which was and great. And I don't like these sorts of movies. However, I can see the redeeming qualities of the production, the acting, the costumes, the sets, everything else, and I can't fault it. Me neither. I'm going to give it. I'm. I can't think of anything I can really think bad about the movie. Whether mm. I did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whether to give it nine and a half or nine or. Look, I'll give it a nine and a half. This one because the effort they put into this movie really made you feel like you're in the area. Mm. The people in it had mm. believable characters. Um, yeah, it felt good. It was a good feel good movie. It's a little bit like those sort of um, those movies, like you know, your you know, fantasy Christmas movies you keep. Oh yeah, make yeah, me yeah. Watch, you know, I've been re- yeah. I kind of been getting going into those interesting Christmas princess or yeah. prince movies. Yeah, a girl goes to some other foreign country and uh, works in a, prin- uh, a princely household and falls in love with the prince uh, and gets married happily ever after. Yeah. same sort of feeling, but not as not not of not as um, yeah. lovey. Dovey, but, oh, yeah, yeah. And not always um, yeah. with an evil stepmother or no, evil stepsister. This has got a good storyline. The gypsies, uh, that bit came in good. Every, everything fits. Yeah. I don't think there's any unnecessary scenes in the movie. Yeah, and there's no unanswered questions. Which, no, um, top, yeah, a bit of good character development, you reckon? I agree. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now, available. Oh, yeah, um, oh, yeah. With your, your grade, you go, how much do you grade it for? I think I'm going to grade yeah. this. Um, um, nine and a half out of ten. It's, so it's two nine and a half. That's not too bad. Now, availability. Be careful of VHS copies therein. Okay. Mm. Now, eBay. There's plenty. Amazon. You can rent it, and there's plenty for sale. Which means it should be on other platforms and sailing places and whatever. Anyway. Mm. Um, however, um, yeah, I think really, 
um, this here, if it was a crappy movie, you wouldn't have so many copies for sale. Mm. It's Blu-ray, it's packaged and everything mm. else. People want to see it. Yeah. My yeah it's it's, it's yeah. a good product to sell, so it must be good to watch. Yeah, the only thing yeah. that may have, if it did turn up, if it didn't become a good movie, it would, mm. would be if they cast people who we don't even know. Well, uh, that's my theory, that so far we've reviewed movies that had people we don't really know too much about. Having said that, now, mm. having said that, I think the three main stars, Drew Barrymore mm, we know and Doug Ray Scott mm-hmm. and Angelica Houston. And Tim Rice, obviously, even though yeah, he's yeah, not yeah, important. Yeah, role, no. Those three really carried the movie really well. Mm. And if without them, if you change those people over and put someone else there, it may not have worked as well. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Maybe Helena Bonham Carter's evil stepmother might have worked. I mm. don't know. But, yeah. um, but really... Um, they, yeah. they chose wisely on the yeah. casting, so it yeah. works. Yeah, yeah. We have a. Um, I would. I want to bring this up, guys. Um, I like to think that there is a lot of. I like to think Cinderella is a, a real sort of real story. I mean, I think that there was always. There's probably a lot of. There were probably a few people like bad par- bad step parents or or even bad parents in general who may mistreat their kids and you hear them on the news and say oh these people are not really nice to their children hmm, should be sent to jail type attitudes or they have bad um step kids who treat mistreat their 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 other kids i often, i do hear these stories and it's not really right when you think about it and and i i was watching this interesting modern version of Cinderella called Cinderella um, I mean it's not Cinderella type it was called and it was about this girl who ha- whose mother was killed in a car crash um, and had to be forced to live with her her mother's brother and her, her and her sister and her aunt and they were not really nice to her they in fact they treat they uh, have her doing all sorts of jobs, which was ridiculous. Never giving her a social life, and never buying her anything new or anything like that. They just treated, mistreated Lovely. her. Lovely. These people want to get better. And now. they didn't give her a social, any social life or any social well, time well, at I've all. I've got social life. I've got you and your sister and the grandkids and my wife. Oh, sorry. That'd be rude. What? I don't have a social life. Yeah, I also seen one that was done in actual France, and it was more of a 1950s type one, which, well, not really. It's not really based in 1950s. It's it sort of has that period look to it, which I thought was was pretty cool. It was made back then, but it was a period. Yeah, and it was made by in France, and it may not be noticed out here because it's. A Thorin movie, and you know what what Thorin movies that were directly to television would would well, they present. They might have been up in the uh, foreign type. Um, we have SBS over here in Australia. Uh, mm. Does a lot of foreign movies, uh, yeah. and some other ones have since opened up since then. So yeah, yeah. it might be on those sorts. Of yeah, TV I was fortunate yeah. enough to find one that was in English, an English adapted of that one, because and it was pretty an awesome story, and I loved the um, music to it. What was it called? Uh, it was just called Cinderella. And it was sort of a uh, another what? movie 
direct to movie oh, TV back series. In the 50s, though, so no, not into the fifties. I said the period. The movie itself is based is in the, based oh, the in movie that. was based in the fifties. Yeah, nineteen fifties. But was made recently. Wasn't yes. It? Okay, right. Yeah, okay. And so, it was yeah. pretty cool. I like the style, yeah. and I like the actors, even though they're not they're not supposed to be mainstreamish actors. They're foreign actors. Well, they might be known over in France. And I don't think it's yeah. not. I don't think it's too bad to have actors you don't really know on a regular basis. Yeah, I mean, if they're good looking and they can present their lines, then that's okay. Yeah, but they might be, they might be known in France and uh, other places in Europe. And, yeah. yeah, I just mean... You, you, we don't know them here because they're, it's a foreign movie. I know, yeah. I'm just referring to the fact that the reason yeah. some movies don't get well presented is because they, they, they're trying to look for... For actors, they they can re- know they know. Well, that's what happens. I'm not mocking America or England or anyone else, but for the main filmmaking countries, mm-hmm. right, mainly America, uh, they use names to help float the movie. Yeah, exactly. Said, we're going to have an action movie. We're going to put Bruce Willis in or uh, Tom Cruise or somebody else. It's a draw card. Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, bring yeah. in those the top um, top box office actors yeah, yeah. whatever and, and, and they, and they yeah. fill and they put them in there and and, and, and promote the movie yeah, yeah and mm. if it's an actor whom you're not familiar with yeah. and yet if they're really they do pull off the role really well then not not too many people would either either take an interest yeah. or the reviews would mm. be really terrible yeah. yeah well not reviews but they just won't know yet when mm. i was going to go to the theater uh, now oh. actually speaking about I, i'm not quite sure the name of the movie i think it was called the list of adrian messenger it's an old movie spec it's old black and white movie mm. it had all uh, the cast was supposed to be all these well-known actors mm. and i watched the movie and i didn't see any of the actors in it mm. Why didn't I see them? Why? They were all made up. <laughs> no, they were all ma- everybody had makeup on, prosthetics, whatever. Mm. I think um, uh, one of the men was dressed up was a lady. Um, Frank Sinatra is playing a gypsy. You know, everybody had makeup on and you didn't recognise them. But at the end of the movie, oh. they took the makeup off. Right, you know, whether it's before the credits or just oh, after the credits, cool. they ripped the face mask off, the no- fake nose, the wigs off. And revealed who they were. That is clever. You go, what the hell? Everybody was in makeup, so you couldn't recognise who they were. Strange movie, yeah. interesting. I can't remember how good the movie was now, but I always remembered that that I was looking for all these people. I didn't see them in the movie. I thought someone's lying here. And at the end of it, I found out that everybody. Yeah, I think the movie was called The List of Adrian Messenger or something like that. Uh, and yeah, and I said, wow, yeah. I would not have picked any of these guys at makeup. Yeah, interesting thing, mm. guys. I also found out there was a an Egyptian version of Cinderella, and it's a pretty interesting adaptation of it. And it proves my theory that there was a mixture of different ethnic groups living in Egypt, even though mm. they um people no. deny it I mostly. You're missing a point here. Firstly, it's a movie. I know. And secondly. And they took a lot of slaves all over the place. Um, I wasn't saying of the, of the yeah, movie. Yeah, no, I was referring to this was a this was a fairy tale story no, in Egypt, no, and they must have over the thousands of years they bring slave people in, people traded with them. They had people of different nasties, nationalities come I know. in, and you'd have different colorings and hairstyles. Yeah, and, and I'm not referring stuff. to yeah, yeah. movie based. I'm, no, I'm referring saying, to the fact we were in that there. we've been there. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I, some people keep bringing up 
like the people when we were just when we reviewed yeah, yeah. the um the Moses movies that take place in Egypt, they the people in the countries keep saying they must look like it. When actually, how do you know that there might be different nationalities yeah. roaming around inside Egypt? Yeah, and and Israel. Back in those a couple of thousand years ago, they had they did trade. People did move around. We went to Israel and Egypt a couple of years ago, and when we were in Israel, um, you could have been in New York or Sydney, uh, London. You couldn't say, oh, someone looked weird, different. Hmm. They looked the same colour as us. Um, they had brown hair, black hair, brown hair, um, blonde hair, pale skin, freckled, some slightly tan. It was just like any other, yeah. other city. And it would have been the same a couple of thousand years ago. Yeah, anyway, yeah. The, um, the Chinese, not Chinese, the Egyptian... Egyptian yeah. um, Cinderella story. It makes out that the Cinderella in that one had blonde hair and mm. and very white skin, okay. meaning um, that there that and she came from uh, not from you know Egypt itself. She came from um, Europe yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, so over the, it wouldn't wouldn't have just happened now. Yeah. Over a thousand years, they would have traded and people would have moved around. Yeah, yeah. and mm. she was yeah. bought by. Um, um, a rich Egyptian lord who was living in Egypt, yeah. and while the other servants who had either dark skin and dark hair, yeah. um, they kept giving her the hard jobs, telling her that you're different, yada yada, yeah, you yeah. won't matter. And then one day, when the pharaoh was going to choose a bride, have a bride, you know, a ball of sorts, everyone was invited, including the servants, and of course, Cinderella was um, thrust into. The, their jobs whilst they're out having a good time. But unfortunately enough, she was able to gather a gown and some shoes sneak and sneak in. And anyway, the fairy was smitten with her. This over time and, again. Yeah. <laughs> and when she finally did eventually leave the, the party, she um, somehow the a, a bird, a Horace bird, what do they call it? Um, a hawk? Horace bird. Horace. Yeah. It, um, yeah. Uh, it's a hawk. Yeah, a hawk that yeah. resembles Horace takes takes one of her shoes while cleaning, and he drops it into the into the pharaoh's lap, and he went and goes and finds out that uh-huh. her, and he gets each of the servants, the lord's servants, to try on the shoe. Each one of them couldn't fit in the shoe, so he she approaches um, the find the servant. Cinderella, and he gets to try it on, and he realized that she was is um the girl he fell in love with her before, yeah, and yeah. of course the the other servant said you can't marry her she's not Egyptian she's got a different appearance yada 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 but he says that she's she's more she's practically is Egyptian because she has beautiful blonde hair that is blonde as the sun, and her skin as yeah as white as That's papyrus. Cool. Oh, whatever. And, and he marries her at the end. And she's a honey bunny of a nice bod. Okay, how's that's, that? Yeah. Okay. That's the Egyptian version of Cinderella, guys. Well, like I say, Cinderella, it's time to go and say goodbye to these guys who got through an overtime. Okay. As usual. 
Sorry, guys. Anyway, I hope you guys may check out Ever After and check out my the uh, the story I mentioned about the Egyptian Cinderella whenever you can. Uh, you can always check it yeah. out. Hey, guys, take your girlfriend, your wife, whatever. Watch this. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. I think they'll like the movie. Yeah. You might enjoy it with them. And, yeah. You know, yeah. And feel yeah. free to check out the other Cinderella-related movies. Uh, you know, if you don't like Ever After, you can always check out another uh, along the way. It, it's and out of pinch, you can watch the Disney one, like an animated one. Yeah, <laughs> everyone is different. Like so technically, yeah. check them out as best you can. Find what you think is the best version. But if this you one's can. not a bad movie. It, it, it's a good story, good drama, well, well made movie. Yeah. Anyway, we promise to do in the next couple of weeks newer movies. Yes, I promise, guys. We've got one or two already. Uh, we're kicking ideas around at the moment. So yeah. We looked oh. at 2001 and, uh, 2021 and 2022 yeah. movies. Yeah, I found this one movie yeah. just a while ago that might be ideal to review. No, so, but surprise, I won't reveal names surprise. yet. So, yeah. I'll let you guys wait until yeah. next the next cu- next couple of days. Yeah. Then I'll twist around. We'll do another one. All right. All right, that's about it for us tonight, guys. And I hope you guys enjoyed our po- podcast, last podcast, everyone. Yeah. No, it's, it's a good movie. It's worth a watch. I would do it male and female, you know, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend sort of stuff. Yeah, It's that sort of movie. Yeah, Yeah. or if you're into comedy, that's okay or too. ladies, get the girls there, sit down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls night, yeah. Get a bag of chips, ice cream, whatever. Well, I got it. It kind of has funny moments. It's, it's, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Especially the bit where um, the stepmother and the daughter get thrown into the vat of dye. Yeah, it, it was a good ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what goes around comes around, folks. Uh, <laughs> I gotta go. That's about it for us tonight. So thanks for what listening, and we'll see you guys for our next podcast. Bye for now. Bye.